Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. I, f- I don't know why I feel silly. Our artist of the day today is the Village People. I can't remember why we picked the Village People, but can't stop the music. Didn't you say something about the YMCA? This was oh, like the yeah. anniversary of something. Oh, yeah. The, the, the dance debuted on right. this day on the bandstand. So like the first time anybody ever saw the YMCA that dance. Yeah. Silly dance. It happened on this day. On this day. Happy anniversary to that dance. Well, um, our producer Jordan shares a birthday with the invention <laughs> of the YMCA dance. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to the guest line, bring on our next guest. He's the voice of the Virginia Cavaliers, John Freeman, our guest on the show as we get you set for Syracuse and UVA uh, tomorrow down in Charlottesville. John, thanks for coming on. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited for this game. It's, it's not all that often that you get a, a team in the top of the ACC like Syracuse and Virginia meeting on a, on a home floor and It'll be a good game tomorrow for sure. And since you bring that up, a team that's near the top of the ACC, what do you make of this conference? Because, you know, I certainly didn't have Clemson and Pittsburgh leading the way at this point. And, you know, Virginia, Duke, Carolina, they all have multiple losses in the conference, yet they're probably, you know, still the three best teams, I think, but they've got they've got multiple losses. What do you make of the ACC so far? It's wild because we went down to Miami on the couple days before Christmas and Miami was spectacular. I mean, they beat us in the Wasco Center, and I'm looking at them saying, "Gosh, they got uh, Nigel Wong, who might or um, or Isaiah Wong, Isaiah. who might be the best player uh, in the conference. You've got Nigel Pack, who's transferred in at point guard. You've got Omir at power forward. I mean, this is a really good team. And I'm like, we lost to them, and I that's going to be a hard team to catch when it comes to the ACC. Then our next game, we hammered Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech's next game, they beat Miami. So you look at this conference, and it's just so topsy-turvy. There's no clear front-runner, which means games like this for UVA and, and Syracuse, who you know right now is in the hunt, too. Games like this are kind of a non-negotiable when you want to win this conference. And you know Virginia certainly wants to have this one at home, but I have no idea. I mean, if you said, i got to pick a winner right now, I mean, Carolina was the number one team in the country to start the season. We were number two in the country at one point in the season. Do you pick Clemson as the front runner at this point? It's a great team. I, I don't know. I just have more questions than I have answers when it comes to the league. Yeah, you and me both uh, on that. So, so bring us, you know, t- bring us up to date on this season for Virginia. We saw them. You know, they they went out to to Vegas and and played great out there, and they they shot up in the polls. And you know, as you said, they got inside the top three at one point, and. You know, then you look at their three losses. They've lost to good teams. They lost to Houston, who is you know among the national title favorites. Uh, they lose to, to Miami by a bucket. They lose to Pitt by three. Um, kind of what? Give us a synopsis of the of the first half of the season for Virginia and kind of uh, what you've learned about this team through the first you know fifteen sixteen games. Sure, it was it was a very good start to the season, and Virginia got some quality wins right out of the gate. So as you mentioned, that Vegas tournament where when we beat Baylor, they were top five in the country. At one point, we were up more than 20 points in that game. And then we go and play Illinois a couple days later. And what was essentially a home game for Illinois, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, Illinois travels to Las Vegas. Like Chicago to Vegas is a big thing. So uh, it was essentially a, an away game. And to beat Illinois uh, there, and then we just shot up the polls, as you said. Go on the road, beat Michigan. 
which I know has had an up and down season, but going on the road and winning a game there not long after, and it was like, wow, you know, where is the, the the ceiling for this team? And Virginia was ranked number two in the country, and they just hit a hard part of the schedule. As you said, Houston's going to be the number one team in the country next week. So no shame in a loss there. You get Miami, who's really good, and a loss to Pitt, who's undefeated in the ACC. You know, the sky's not falling after three losses in the last five games for sure because you just look at the, the level of competition that Virginia's been playing, and it's one of the toughest five-game stretches of anybody in the country, I would say. Um, so the sky's not falling. 10-3 and three, still a suitable record. Probably still, if they can win this game against Syracuse, still be in the top 25. And things are shaping up for for a good run, but man, in this conference, if you're three and two after five games, and most of those games on the road, that's a pretty good spot to be in. And I just don't think you're going to see a dominant team in the ACC this year for sure. Yeah, and maybe not even in all of college basketball. So much parity uh, in the game these days. And you know, when, when you look at, at this year's Virginia team, uh, John, how, how does it compare to Virginia teams from the last you know three four years? And, and Syracuse fans are going to recognize a lot of names on this team, right? <laughs> Kihei Clark, who's been around forever, and Franklin and Beekman, and uh, you know we've seen these guys play. How does this year's team compare to to the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean they have their own identity, uh, but it all starts with Kihei Clark. I think Kihei is having one of you know, the best seasons a point guard has ever had at Virginia. This is a player that just broke the all-time games played mark at Virginia, which he should do. It's his fifth year. He's been a starting point guard since he was a teenager, uh, and he won the national championship. But you look at it this year with Kihei, it really starts and ends with him. He leads the team in minutes. He leads the team in points. He leads the team in assists. He leads the team in steals. He's the best defender in the conference. Um, so there's not a lot different there when it comes to uh, UVA from what you've been used to uh, when the Cavaliers come. Kihei Clark is still the straw that, that stirs the drink and controls the game for the Hoos, and he's the best version of himself. But this is an experienced Virginia team, so they're just simply better than they were last year, even though a lot of the personnel is the same. This is the fifth most experienced roster in the entire country when it comes to Division One years played of basketball. And I saw some other stat. I think Virginia returns like 88% of its minutes from last year, uh, which is number one in the country. But they worked hard. And just because you're coming back doesn't mean you're, you're guaranteed success. This is a team that went to the NIT last year. The difference is all of these guys committed in the offseason. Uh, they worked hard on their bodies. They worked hard on their game. Uh, they got mentally stronger as well, and we're seeing a lot of those uh, fruits of those labor come to fruition. And I, I think that's what what I, I would describe Virginia as, the same but better. You know, you talk about Kihei Clark and how it starts with him, and he's in his fifth year, and he's been there forever, and um, he's going to be going up against a, a freshman point guard who has never experienced the pack line defense. And, uh, and, and you know, do you look at that as being the key or one of the big keys to this game tomorrow is how Judah Mintz handles everything that he's in for going up against Kihei Clark, going up against that defense, being on the road in a, a hostile environment like that? Is that a, is that a, a big key matchup you're going to be keeping your eye on tomorrow? Oh, it, it's going to be miserable for Judah. And I, he's a great player. Kihei Clark has got to be the most annoying player to play against if you're the point guard bringing the ball up the floor. He will not give you an inch. We call him a mosquito because he is just like always there, just taking a little nibble every bounce that you take. And uh, every inch of the court is contested by Kihei Clark. And he's got to be 
one of the most frustrating players to play against uh, in the ACC, if not the entire nation. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw a play earlier this year. Kihei, back-to-back possessions, pickpocketed a guy in the backcourt and laid it in for four quick points. I mean, who does that? So Mitz is, is definitely going to have his hands full. Uh, he's a great player, a terrific player. So it'll be fun to watch kind of the old guard versus the new guard. But you know, Mitz may get his points, but the ball handling is going to be the biggest priority for him. And Kie, I'm sure, is salivating at the idea he's going to get a true freshman bringing the ball up the floor. What, what do you think this game comes down to tomorrow as you, as you look at uh, the matchup and um, again, home game for Virginia. Syracuse has been up and down uh, this year. They're starting to play better. It seems like they're starting to play better anyway. They've won seven of eight, even though they, they just squeaked by Louisville the other day. What do you think this game ultimately comes down to? I think it comes down to a few possessions at the end. It's a Virginia team that hasn't really blown teams away. They've trailed in the second half of games, uh, of, of more than half of their games. And we've seen kind of a pattern, other than the Georgia Tech blowout, of Virginia playing some really tight games. And at the beginning of the year, they were really good at closing out teams in crunch time. And now they've come a little bit back down to, to average when it comes to that category. But uh, I could see this being a pretty tight game at JPJ. And Syracuse is quite young. You know, they got a, a last-minute win there against Louisville. But uh, I, I like Virginia's experience in this one, not just in their age and in their demeanor, but also the fact that we've been in a lot of close games this year. We're comfortable or a little bit more comfortable down the stretch. I'm also curious too. I mean, you guys just have so many Virginians yeah. on your roster, uh, which is, is fascinating to me. So, you know, Taylor's from Charlottesville. Sure. Mintz is from Oak Hill. Uh, you guys have a, a guy from Culpepper, which is 30 minutes away from here. Right. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I think that's neat that uh, they get to play in the arena that I'm sure they went to some games when they were a kid or, or in high school. And uh, that's a storyline to me. Uh, and how do those players react uh, playing in a place that they grew up nearby? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it, a lot of storylines going into this game tomorrow. And, you know, John, I'm going to end the interview kind of the, the way that I started it. We had Jim Beheim on our show yesterday, uh, and we asked him, we said, who do you think the best team in the in the conference is? And, and he said he thinks it's Virginia. And I don't think he's just saying that because it's the next opponent. Um, you know, I, I think he, he believes Virginia's the best team in this conference. Do you think Virginia's the best team in this conference? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. I'm the voice of the Cavaliers. <laughs> we, we could have started 0-5, and, and I still think we're the best team in the conference. Uh, so I don't want to be up on any bulletin boards, but uh, I'll phrase it with uh, I've always got orange and blue glasses on. and uh, On Saturday, they're going to be orange and blue for Virginia, for right. sure, not that Syracuse <laughs> orange and blue. That's fair, John. All right, well, uh, well said, well put. Uh, thanks for coming on, and, uh, and have a great uh, broadcast tomorrow. Again, 5 o'clock tip between Syracuse and Virginia down there in Charlottesville. Appreciate your time, John. Anytime, guys. All right. Uh, and with that, we'll uh, take our final time out here in hour number one. Good job, Steve. Phone lines yeah, open. No, uh, until report, great. There you go. Breaking it down. You're just sitting back. What were you doing during the interview? Don't I want to know? Uh, no, I was just uh, looking at looking at uh, updates on Samir Torrance and uh, yeah. things like that. Do, doing a little show prep. Good. I don't know if I believe you, but good. Uh, phone lines open until one thirty when we bring John Ryan on three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. If you'd like to check in, we'll wrap up hour number one next on ESPN Radio.